Ovens flicker and groan with the weight of baking. All across the city, dust clouds of flour and spices burst through the air. Busy bakers bustle back and forth like anxious bees to a bumbling hive. The wonderful smells of creations waft as we all wait with hungry eyes. It's that special time of day, and here we are, eagerly awaiting the bounty to come. Welcome back to the broadcast. If you're now joining us, my name is Marina Gomez, and I'm your host for this year's Cake Marathon. This was supposed to be a co-host thing with my counterpart and host of the morning show, Rex Adams, but he snuck away about an hour ago to support his boyfriend, Davian Russo, who is also competing during this first historic and hectic confectionery competition. It's all right. I'm more than capable of making this work by myself. I mean, it would be nice to have some support from somebody who has a lot more experience in this than I do, but it's okay. Rex made sure that I was going to be all right before walking away. At least, I'm pretty sure that's what he meant to do. He just sort of tossed me a pad of paper with a few scribbled notes on it, tore off his headphones, and then patted my back before telling me that I got this. I couldn't even really argue. He was halfway to Davian's booth by the time I realized what was going on. But, you know, it's fine. It's great. He's probably right. I am a strong, independent woman, and I am capable of making this work by myself. If Rex believes in me, I have to believe in myself. It's not like I have much of a choice either way. Oh well. We should probably shift back to the baking marathon in progress. By order of our garbage bear mayor, Darian, we are putting on the first ever citywide baking marathon. Bakers and pastry chefs from across the city race neck and neck to create an entire spread of baked goods within a short amount of time. Their works will be judged for taste, presentation, and whichever one our good mayor Darian likes to smash into little bits and throw around the best. There's a little prize money and a few sparkly medals at stake, so the competition, much like the ovens, is really heating up. We've already seen a couple small fights break out over in the cake pop section over a buttercream shortage, which has led to a lot of hostility and not a lot of butter. Pie Corner is barely chugging along. In the gluten-free section, 
it's probably best to steer clear of that entire area until officials have calmed down the bakers and helped them stop crying over soggy crusts and ruined textures. So, yeah. Overall, it's been incredibly messy and hectic. It seems that every section is falling apart one way or another, and yet the bakers are still going strong. Despite setbacks, struggles, or anything else, we still persist. And I think that's one of the greatest strengths we have seen here in the city. Life hits us with a million different things, and we keep going in spite of it all. Anyways, the cupcakes are surprisingly doing okay. They're being pulled out of the oven and lined up. We'll come back once it's frosting time, but for now, let's take a quick look at the activities happening in our community this week. Monday is Foster a Pet Day at the city's animal shelter in partnership with the Puppy Orphanage. Citizens are encouraged and welcome to come play with the animals, hang out, and maybe find a new best friend. Overall, the purpose of this is to give some much-needed love to all the cats, dogs, fish, rabbits, danger noodles, and all other friendly creatures searching for a new home. For details on this and more, stop by the animal shelter or check out their website. It's bound to be a delightful time for all. Tuesday, the staff of Hobby Lobby is staging a coup over current management and corporate abuse. Workers will sharpen dowel rods into pitchforks and stakes with exacto knives and raise revolutionary batters decorated with felt pens and glitter glue. All day long, the store will be a mess of stickers and fake flowers as the old regime burns with all the live, laugh, love signs. Everything will devolve into chaos as the well-meaning staff starts off good and organized only to later become corrupt and broken due to greed and infighting amongst the revolutionaries. For now, however, comma, it's half off of all scrapbooking paper and fully off of the head of the bourgeoisie. Wednesday is a very special Hearts Day party for all those in the city who aren't romantically inclined. We'll gather in the new and improved dance gazebo in the area of town that's now called Star Park. There, we'll dance to local music, play games, and even make a bunch of fun crafts to decorate for the residential ward of the city's hospital. It's going to be a delightful night, celebrating love and life and not just the romantic type of love. The fun starts around 5.30. Be sure to RSVP by whispering a saucy secret into the ear of your local raccoon. They'll take care of the rest. Hopefully, we'll see you there soon. Thursday is a place in your memory that you can't quite figure out. Was this an actual real place that you've visited before? Was it just a dream? The memories feel vivid enough, and the details would suggest that it's real, but... Why would you have gone there? You don't go to places. At least, not like you used to. And why would you ever go to a place that seems so average and ordinary? 
Then again, if it isn't real, why would you ever dream about something with all that detail? Doesn't make sense. Like something is off, but you're not quite sure what. And finally, Friday kicks off Music Fest. That's officially happening to celebrate the opening of the shops on Willow Way. The Cavaliers will be there along with several other groups. And the unveiling of the band that was started by former Megapoke Keith and Dean Castillo. They're calling themselves Existential Hangover. So be sure to stop by Saturday and see what all the fuss is about. Oh, and as for Sunday, stop by all the new housing and shops on Cherry Lane. There's this massive blank wall there. And old friend of the station, Michelle Michaels, will be painting a mural. That's right, after launching her own successful art career, the city council has deemed her the right person to decorate our beloved home with new and vibrant arts. Either that, or Darian just really likes all the paintings that she's done of him in the past, and decided to give her another shot at something bigger. Whatever the case, this is a very big step for our dear friend Michelle, especially considering that all this started off as a hobby she did while managing her old laundromat. So stop by, cheer her on, give her well wishes. For now, this is all I can see happening this week, unless certain people show up and stir things around, but we haven't seen Blaine in a while, and I intend to keep it that way. The baking marathon presses on and things are really starting to heat up. Literally. Especially in the cake corner. There's a fire. The booth for Della's Bakery, specifically, is on fire. Luckily, no one is hurt. Although Della did lose all of her hard work that she's been doing for the last several hours. There's been a lot of shouting, some crying and a few words that I can't really share on air. But it's fine. Currently, Della is shaking fistfuls of charred red velvet to the sky as if cursing some silent god. All of her hopes and dreams are going up in flames, and yet the baking marathon goes on. It's judgment time for the Danishes, though, and there's a lot to live up to. After devastating defeats during the donut division, Danish dough punchers dreadfully do their darndest as Darian demolishes dandy Danish displays. One by one, samples of puff pastry are squished in his tiny paws and, oh! Darian has thrown his Danish into the air! There's a lot of noise coming from the cake corner, and whatever it is, it's startled Darian. He's scampering off into the distance now, his security team is chasing after him but it appears that they're not used to catching garbage bears, especially one like Darian, and especially when he goes feral like this. I'm probably going to have to step in to help, so in the meantime, please enjoy this pre-recorded message. I like to go walking in nature sometimes. Feel the crunch of gravel and leaves beneath my feet. Hear the chirping whispers of birds passing by. It's a nice way to disconnect from the day-to-day. 
It's a nice way to get my thoughts in order. Sometimes I wonder what all this was for. Sometimes I wonder about myself. They say the greatest goal of all creation is our birth. And that makes me wonder. We are born. We are made. Placed with all the fanfare and divinity that comes with it. But then what? If birth's as good as it gets, then what are you supposed to do after that? They say to live and create, build and repopulate as we go along the way, but why? Is that all we are? Just things that are made only to eventually replace ourselves with that first initial grandness? Are we in a never-ending cycle of condemning generation after generation to the same hopeless wondering? If so, then why bother doing anything? If birth's as good as it gets, then what are you supposed to do with the rest of the time? I like to go walking in nature sometimes. Feel the crunch of gravel and leaves beneath my feet. Hear the chirping whispers of birds passing by. It's nice out here. It's quiet. There's no concern for birth or life, or any of the journey. It's just here. It just is. And something about that feels right. I like to go walking in nature sometimes. It's a nice way to disconnect from the day-to-day. -day. It's a nice way to put my thoughts in order. Okay, so Darian is caught, the fire is put out, and everything is great. Well, mostly. If you haven't been able to tell, things have been a little super chaotic at the first annual City Baking Marathon. And maybe letting a garbage bear plan out the whole thing wasn't the best idea. And also, I'm not entirely sure it's safe for raccoons to eat the amount of flour and sugar that Darian has. I mean, he's currently throwing up in the corner, which is bad because the cake judgment is coming up real soon and, well, we need someone to judge it. You know, assuming we get to that point at all. The noise from earlier was Della tracking down one Ingrid Thomas, who accidentally lit Della's entire display on fire in a sad attempt to help with the cake making. Della screamed before launching into a furry and tackled Ingrid to the ground. It took several people, along with Della's brother Yusuf, to pull the two apart and get things under control. This has snowballed into a never-ending, unfolding mess of chaos that has consumed the entirety of the cake corner. It's a mess over here, so for now, we're going to be taking a little break from the marathon to get things settled and to hopefully 
get people to stop trying to hit each other with fondants. Della's having an opportunity to rebake her cakes for her team. Others are fixing the errors in their crafts. Everyone is calming down, and Rex is lovingly feeding Davy and Russo strawberries while curled up on his lap. Rex! Hey, hi, hello, remember me? We have a job to do, Rex. Look, that's super sweet that you are having a lovely moment, but at the same time, we're kind of broadcasting, bud. So, I don't know, but could you, like, get a statement from one of the other contestants or something? You know, do a little journalism? There's a lot going on, and it would really help with the broadcast if you would... Uh, nope. Nope, they're just making out and sliding away to the corner of Davian's booth, wrapped around each other in all the romantic ways that I'm sure are sweet and lovely if you're into that type of thing. Sadly for all of us, I'm not. Okay, this is fine. This is okay. As the only non-distracted host here, it's up to me to keep things running as best I can. I can do this. I have to do this. Otherwise, what's the point? Nobody gets a radio production, and nobody gets to hear anything, and it's my job. People like it when I do my job. Okay. I guess we push forward and do something else. Luckily for us, Mike's gathered a few notes from people here at the baking marathon. So, why don't we read through a few of them together? Okay, so for whatever reason, all of these notes are in the form of haiku. Like, I don't know what you did, Mike, but okay. We're just gonna roll with it. This first note simply says, What would you tell me? If I told you how I feel, would you love me back? It's sweet. I just remember who we got this from. Any idea, Mike? Nope, no idea. Okay. Well, maybe it was someone by the pies. It's hard to remember after all the chaos that's happened. But here, we have a next one that I got myself. It's from my friend Jeremy who's recently started working in the new library. And he says, Strange and bright new world. The one I knew is gone. Do I still exist? Huh, it's a little existential. Kinda sad. But it's okay, Jeremy. We can all carve out a place for ourselves eventually. At least I hope so. Otherwise, what have I been doing for the last few years of my life? Moving on! Here's one that's scribbled on notebook paper. Interesting choice. I don't remember putting this in the pile. Mike, do you remember? Uh, nope, okay. Well, let's take a look. Searching for eight years. Finally, make a breakthrough. Are you out here, Jack? It's only signed by an SS at the bottom. Interesting. You know, if my old producer Blaine was here, I'm sure they'd snatch this paper from my hands and spiral into some sort of deep dive about it. 
Then I'd try to help, but it would be, Butt out, Marina, or you wouldn't get it, don't worry, or something like that. But instead, they're not here, it's just me. I'm less nosy than the rest, so I'm not going to get involved in whatever personal business is going on until I have no choice. Best of luck to you out there, SS. Whatever you're doing, whatever you're searching for, it's none of my business. And with that, I think we're ready to return to the baking marathon. After a chaotic period of trying to figure out what to do and how this is going to work, a new judge has been found to fill in for Darian, who is currently having an upset tummy after judging the danishes right after the donuts and pies. Yeah, as it turns out, you're not supposed to feed raccoons a lot of flour because it's really bad for their stomach or something. Oh well. It all works out in the end, and we have found somebody to judge the cakes. It's me! That's right. As a connoisseur of cake, it's been given to me to judge the final, and biggest, event of the baking marathon. I'm a little anxious, but hey, Darian believes in me. And no one else is around to do this. So I can do it. And while I do so, please enjoy this pre-recorded poem. The train rolls across a rusted track. The cars creak and wheeze from the strain. Tumultuous skies paint the heavens black. Darkness descends with oncoming rain. The cabin rattles along the path. None of the passengers stir. Overhead sings the skies with thunderous wrath. On moves the train, swiftly undeterred. Water beads across windows in silver streams. Storm hits the windows. Passengers settle in restless dreams, unbothered by outer stormy minnows. A train creaks across a rusted way, moving slowly along on a stormy day. We've had a lot of talented people show up to the baking marathon today. And I must say, I'm proud of all of you. It's not easy to put yourself on the line or display something you've made for everyone to see or even keep your station from lighting on fire for a few times. And yet here we all are, mostly not on fire. Despite every setback, I think that's pretty good. So remember, regardless of what you won, what you didn't win, or the flammability of your entire kitchen setup, be proud of yourself. I tried a lot of different cakes, and a lot of them were really good, but in the end, there's really only one special person who truly stood out. This has been a really stressful time for Della's bakery. Della just barely expanded. She opened up a new store, bigger staff, bigger building, 
so much expectations on her and she needed today to go perfectly in order to get the word out and to make sure that everyone was confident that she could handle a bigger business. And she really tried and put her heart into it. And of course, her brother was there as always to help her. And things didn't quite go according to plan. There was a fire, things fell apart. She had to start from scratch. And that's hard. It's really hard. Especially after all your dreams and hopes were resting on this one singular moment. Della was devastated. And this is normally the point where anyone would throw in the towel and give up. But Della wasn't alone today. She had her brother Yusuf. She had her K-decorator, Amanda. And she had Ingrid, who was there to make amends after screwing things up with the fire and to help however she could. So they got together. They worked hard, they baked, they mixed, they poured everything they had together. And through those combined efforts and heartfelt friendship, they managed to make the worst cake I have ever had in my entire life. Seriously, it was awful. Somehow it was burnt and yet undercooked at the exact same time. There were eggshells in the filling and there's just a pocket of baking soda at one point. I took a bite and my mouth started foaming from the baking soda. It was just terrible. Like so bad, I was curious how it was even possible. So yeah, Della didn't win, but Solomon Kane did with her perfectly balanced spice cake. It was sweet, it was spicy, there was cream cheese frosting, and I think she might have snuck some rum inside the cake? I don't know, but it tasted good, and now I feel good, so that's all that matters. She wins the cake competition, and that is fine. I don't know if there's a lesson to be learned from today. Sometimes, that's just how life goes. You give it everything you got, and sometimes you win, and other times everything burns to a crisp, and you just sort of have to scrape up whatever failures you can. I don't know. It can't always be good, right? But that's okay. There's still plenty of cake to go around for all the rest of us. Perfectly edible, tasty, non-baking soda-rich cake. And at the end of the day, isn't that what matters? Stay tuned for the sounds of a detailed security team pumping a raccoon's stomach so he doesn't have severe intestinal problems later. And for now, I hope you all have a good night. City is a production by N.J. Scholes. It was written, produced, and acted by N.J. Scholes. The poems featured for today are A Ride on a Stormy Day and Thoughts on a Walk, both by N.J. Scholes. Have a question? Have a comment? Have a poem you'd like to hear on the podcast? 
Email this and more to dreamgirlcityradio at gmail.com. Want to help out? Please consider donating to our ACAST support feature on Anchor, or simply rate and review us wherever you get our podcasts. We grow by word of mouth, and anything you say helps us to expand our message. Check us out on Instagram, TikTok, Tumblr, and Facebook for more information about the show. Thank you so much for all the support and all the well wishes that have been going on. Until next time, just remember, when you change your view, you get something new.